0: You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question comes from Colin, and it is short and sweet. What are your thoughts on Young Life, Young Life's in the hot seat, and its role in collaboration with local churches?
1: Parachurch ministries are ministries that come alongside. That's what the word means, para. para. So first of all, let's talk about the local church's responsibility. Lots of ministries, lots of opportunities. If they're not teaching the word and making disciples, we've got a big problem. Yeah. Some churches don't have resources, they're small, whatever. So then you would appeal to a parachurch. In a perfect world, I'd love to see all this done in the local church, We're an imperfect world. So some churches are going to appeal to all kinds of them. Student venture, RUF, precept, BSF, these are parachurch ministries. Young Life in particular has got a good history and a good foundation. All of these organizations rise and fall on the individual leaders. Mm -hmm. If the staff are not biblically grounded, a little bit, uh, just let's say immature, then it's going to follow. That's what's going to happen with the ministry, which is why you need adult leaders and adult sponsors in these groups. FCA is another one. They're great groups, but they rise and fall on the local leadership. So my first question slash caution is, do you know the staff? And I'm not out to badger them or, you know, that person shouldn't lead young life. Maybe they shouldn't. That's not my place. But if you're a parent putting your sons and daughters into these programs, it's incumbent upon you to know. Now, that said, good, clean fun is a good thing. And it's hard to find good, clean, fun for a lot of kids, especially, you know, in the city that you live in, there's just not much good productive stuff for especially preteens to be involved with. So you want something like Young Life or these other groups to come alongside. If I was a parent today of teenagers, I'd probably be involved as a student leader. I wouldn't want to be the parent that's, you know, the helicopter, but that's my son or daughter. And I need to know what's going on. So I'm not anti-parachurch in a perfect world. I'd love to see it you know, a student ministry by that local church so that we know what they're teaching, who they are, their character. Obviously, we have a sex craze culture, so we need to protect these young people. But yeah, that's my sort of, that's a lot less than 10 minutes. Well,
0: I'll insert myself and step (laughs) on on my soapbox because I, this is obviously more of my area working with high school and college women. And a couple of things, one, talking about you being a as a parent being a leader in your child's ministry, whether it's the church youth group or young life, whatever, I have moms all the time ask me if they should. And my first question is, did your daughter or son, did they ask you to be your leader? And if they ask, I say, go for it. You know, if your kid is saying, hey, mom, and a lot of times it's because they haven't had great leaders or great consistency, but if they're saying, mom, would you be my leader? Just say yes, just do it. Right. Then there's some more dynamics if they have an ass, or if your child doesn't want you to, I say don't. And partly well, because, well,
1: let, let me inject: if your child didn't want to, you could still be involved on the friends. absolutely, you but can, not leading. they yeah, small group yeah, leader. Yeah.
0: Also, I do think there's value to your child having one or two other young adults or not young adults, just adults that are in their life that are probably saying the same things you are saying as a yes. parent, but they are a different voice and. As the youth leader, I can't tell you how many times I've had mom say, I've been telling her that 20 times a day right. for 10 years, and you say it once. I'm like, listen, I'm just a different messenger. I know. And that's my goal is to be a partner <laughs> with you, yeah. not to, you know. Absolutely. Um, but the other thing I'll say that I am always shocked, if you have teens and they have small group leaders in their life, I think you need to pursue their small group leader, take them out to lunch, breakfast, invite them over for a family dinner, whatever. But if there is someone in your child's life that is literally meeting with them on a weekly basis and you don't know them, that's on you. And that, you know, as a 20-year-old, 30-year-old, whatever, I'm pursuing 12 girls, right? I don't have time to pursue their parents. But if a mom asked me out to lunch or if parents asked me to come over to dinner, I loved saying yes. I wish that I had a good relationship with all parents of my 12 girls at a time. You know what I mean? Like that's only going to serve those high school girls better, but it just always astounded me in a, in a group of 12, I would probably know one or two moms really well out of 12. And I just always felt like that was a miss. This would be such an easy way for you to be Mm -hmm. kind of creating a tighter web of support around your kid, pursue them and get to know them. And then you'll know, is this a Wise person that I right. that is biblically grounded that trust, I re, yeah right. that I can trust to give the right advice to my child or you know do I know oh this person maybe isn't whatever and and now you know and you can navigate whatever's going on differently well, with your kid.
1: It's such a dangerous culture right now with all the pressures of social media, Instagram. When you and your siblings were young, it's nothing like it is today. I mean, it's yeah. it's a yeah. wild west right. out there, sexually and so forth. So. Back to the bigger question: Is anything that's going to help my son or daughter get a good experience, good clean fun around other Christian men and women? And wouldn't you say? I mean, you've spoken around the country. Most youth groups have younger, single, college age kids working with those two. That's the majority. It's parents. It's
0: parents, and it's college young twenties. But that's cool. Because when when
1: you're a junior high or high school kid, you look up to these college kids, man. They walk on water, you know. And so that's a powerful time to influence those young people. I mean, your mom and I doing marriage mentoring for so many years, we would have couples come back Eight ten 10 years later and thank us. Yeah. That's not any different than this mentoring thing. So the short answer is know the local leaders and be involved and be an encourager. They don't need more critics, goodness yeah. sake. Be an encourager. If your church doesn't have a robust ministry like that, don't be mad. Praise God for any of these things that are gonna help your son or daughter. Meet Christ, grow in faith, see other Christians. It's so powerful to see other Christians. Last thing I would say, Get your son or daughter to go on a short-term mission trip with these folks. That's a game changer. Get them overseas for two weeks serving orphanages, whatever they want to do, and that will open their eyes to the broader gospel.
0: It's good. All right. Well, if you've got a question, call or text us 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is part of the Michael Easley in Context ministry. You can find more shows and biblical resources at michaelincontext.com. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonomorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain.